For over 27 years, LearnIt has helped more than 2 million individuals develop new skills and empowered them with confidence to thrive in an ever-changing workforce. We welcome you to the LearnIt Podcast, where we come together as employees, managers, executives, and learning champions from across the globe to take time to focus on our professional development. Together, we will tackle today's toughest challenges and dive into the topics that are key to success in today's workplace. Stay tuned to listen and learn from LearnIt expert instructors and the LearnIt community in order to upskill, reskill, and achieve overall success in your career. To learn more about LearnIt and our diverse offerings of soft skill, business application, and health and wellness workshops, please visit www.learnit.com. I am thrilled to be here with the LearnIt team and Casey Haston, our speaker today, leading our conversation around goal setting and productivity. Uh, Casey, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for inviting me to be here today. I'm super excited to share, you know, a subject that I'm just so passionate about. So passionate, I wrote a book about it. You did. You did. That's amazing. Uh, and have a full a full journal, which I'm so excited to dive in today with our conversation. Uh, I want to share with our audience a little bit about you from our perspective and then want to have you share a bit more of your story before we, we dive in. But everyone who's listening, Casey is the Director of Recruiting and Coaching with VIP. She's a podcast host uh, of the We Are VIP podcast, the CEO of Success North Dallas. She's an author, coach, and and everyone calls her also the networking ninja. Um, just knowing and working with Casey over the last couple of weeks, her energy is just contagious and, and she's an absolute uh, pleasure to work with. And really today her mission is to help raise the consciousness of the world by help, helping those she touches learn uh, to be at choice. And I think that mission really comes through, through Casey's newest community and her journal, uh, Growing Your Protection potential destination awaken. Uh, and I want Casey to, to share more about this because I know I've been practicing the name of your, of the journal and I know I just butchered it. And so I'm, I'm super embarrassed. Um, but Casey, thank you so much for being here. Um, can you share a little bit in your words, kind of what got you to this point to launch the journal and, you know, and be doing the work you're doing? Absolutely. And, you know, a funny story, I wasn't sure, like I developed the journal and maybe a lot, most people do it this way, um, you know, and I came up with several different names and I literally woke up one in the middle of the night and I was like, awaken your potential. That's it. It's awaken your potential. And for some reason, you'll notice there's a colon after awaken and then your potential. I didn't understand. And this is why you got to listen to your intuition. Sometimes I didn't at first understand why I put that colon there. Now I know it's awaken is the foundation. Mm -hmm. Your potential is just one pillar of destination awaken. There are others. There's awaken your voice, awaken your connections, awaken so many other things that is coming out of this and blooming from just this foundation of this journal. And so really, I, I'll try to be quick about this. How this came about is I am, I, I'm a journal junkie, okay? I read a book. Most of my conversations will start out that way. I either read a book or listen to a podcast, right? And so I read a book called The Miracle Morning. And because of that, and if you haven't read this, this is a, found, a fantastic book to read because it talks about setting your day up for success, okay? And this is kind of where my journey started to putting all these strategies and processes together. And in part of his morning miracle morning is journaling. So I started journaling just in general. And then I started journaling about another area of my life and another area of my life and another pretty soon I was carrying around four or five journals. Okay. And I was just like, this, this isn't enough. And at the same time I was, I went to coaching school, went to coaching school for a year, got certified through IPEC totally transformed my life, which is why my mission is what it is today. Because like my world changed, literally my reality changed by going to coaching school. Okay. And so during coaching school, I met my now business partner, Karen Gray. And she is one, one of those people I call her my amplifier. Cause like, I just drop an idea and she's like, okay, boom, go do it. You know? And you, everybody needs an amplifier in their life. Mm. And I told her one day, I was like, I need a journal that has everything in it. 
and I can't find it. I think I'm going to just design my own for me. And she's like, you're doing it. And so the next week she had ordered 12 different journals off of Amazon and brought them to my house. And we sat down with a whiteboard and we started sketching out what we liked about from all these different journals. Right. Mm -hmm. And cause like one was on finance, one was on mindset, one was on affirmations. And so we just started sketching it out and like, there's nothing new under the sun. Obviously the design is my own, but I chose elements from other journals that I liked and I combined them into one holistic journal. And that's how we got to awaken your potential today. I love it. Yeah, that's amazing. I also love that you already saw kind of what was, what was out there and then curated something to create you know, the best version or your best version that resonated with you. Um, and I think, yeah, quick, Carly, I tell everybody I created the journal I wanted for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love it. Amazing. Um, well, we're going to share everyone just a little bit of housekeeping too. I want to make sure I'll be asking Casey questions and we'll dive into conversation, um, but also want to encourage you to ask questions in the chat. Um, and I will also uh, pose those to Casey as well. So we really want this to be interactive. Um, please uh, share where you're from in the chat, share where you're tuning in from, as well as your questions. Um, we love to see where this, where this community is coming in from, and that will also help us uh, make sure we're asking questions and keeping the conversation relevant to all of you. Um, so again, thank you for being here. And Casey, to, before we start to share the journal and kind of dive into, you know, um, the actual parts of it, I want to ask you, you know, we, we, you and I talked about some of the elements of, you know, goal setting, you know, clarity of vision, then goal prioritization, um, <laughs> actionable roadmap, and then kind of overcoming obstacles. So, you know, I kind of want to start with clarity of vision in, you know, how do you go about defining a compelling vision for yourself, you know, or even your organization for that matter, um, that's aligned with your core values and passion. So, you know, before you're even kind of going into that journal and thinking about, okay, this is what I'm going to do or what I'm working towards, how do you kind of how, did, how have you set that vision for yourself or how can people do that? Well, I think first of all, and this is the very first section of the journal is mindset because that is the key, the foundation to everything, right? And so when I talk about mindset, it's knowing yourself, knowing yourself being very well and being self-aware. So knowing what your core values are, knowing what motivates you to make decisions. So, and I call those my internal rules. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple examples. So my number one internal rule also based off another book called the go-giver um, is to give value first. Okay. And then my second internal rule is to make all my decisions in alignment with my core values with the potential to better, you know, myself or others. That's not word for word, but it's pretty close. Basically all my decisions are made based on my core values. So how can I make those decisions if I don't know what my core values are? So I had to get real and raw with what motivates me. Okay. And when, and there's several, and I, and I, one of the things that I did in the journal that I think is so critical is all these resources that I used to generate these strategies and processes and bundle them up for you. I list them. Okay. So when you look at core values, the core value section, there's a website that's free that you can go to, that you can work on to really identify your core values. And it's, it's pretty cool the way it does it because it's asking you to choose, you know, do you like this or this? Neither option's bad, but which one motivates you, right? And so my core values, and I, and I want to make sure that I tell you I'm in order, authenticity. So, and, the, and that's one thing that I, I feel like really propels me forward in my vision is that I'm going to show up the same every time I show up. Growth, growth is huge for me. I am a consummate student. I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly doing something to engage my brain and work those wires, right? So you've got, you got to exercise it. Um, spirituality. I'm not talking religion. I'm talking spirituality. I'm talking connectedness. Um, that's really important to me. Inner harmony. Now, I don't know how many of you know this inner harmony, but this is, in, in this again is related to spirituality, but the inner harmony is being at peace with yourself. 
And when you're at peace with yourself, those external forces don't affect you as much as they once would. Okay. And then my fifth core value that I want to share is um, meaningful work. It is absolutely critical to me that what I do has an impact in my journaling and my meditation over the last couple of weeks, the word impact has come up over and over and over and over again. And I am one of those people, I believe in synchronicities, right? And when something keeps coming up and pointed out to you over and over again, it's time to pay attention. So now, now that you know a couple of my internal rules, you know a couple of some of my core values, I think that my vision is going to make a whole lot more sense, which you read part of it earlier. So, and again, I want to read it um, word for word. I, my vision is to raise the consciousness of the world by helping those I touch learn to co-create their own reality through managing perceptions through choice. We all get a choice. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's amazing what being really thoughtful and intentional, right, about your values, how that then translates out into everything you do, right? The goals, the goals you set, the vision you have, the person you show up as, um, and, and you just emanate that. So yeah, that's so powerful. Um, thank you, Casey. And then the book you mentioned was The Go-Giver. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Okay, great. I'll, I'll share um, resources with, with our audience as well after, after the session. Um, can you share, and you touched on this a little bit, but can you share a personal or professional example of how having a clear vision has, you know, possibly, positively impacted your goal setting journey, journey? So how it's helped you, you know, right. Set the goal of even creating the journal or, um, you know, growing your podcast. So, and, and I will talk about the journal a lot because for me, this is, I'm not going to say it's my biggest accomplishment. You know, I raised a kid that's got to count for something. Um, but <laughs> And, he, and he's okay. <laughs> um, but the journal really is probably the greatest example of having a vision for me and seeing it through, you know, I mean, without that clarity of vision, without that knowing what I wanted to accomplish, um, you know, goal setting is one of six, six, six sections of this journal. They're all interrelated. It's a, I refer to it as a holistic journal because it covers everything from mindset to finance. Um, so definitely, um, having that clarity of vision, wanting to impact the world and help them, you know, live a more, uh, just a happier life because you have that inner awareness is really what has kept me going with this journal. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Um, and for, for you, what techniques or frameworks, and this is where we can get more into the technicals piece, but what techniques or frameworks do you use to prioritize your goals effectively? You know, especially when you have multiple objectives, like for you, you know, you work for, um, you know, a leading company. You're also your own CEO and boss. You host a podcast, you know, you're going to be on uh, hosting Damon uh, out in Texas for the podcast in a couple of weeks. So, you know, how do you, how do you stay um, focused, you know, even when you've, when you're working on, you know, multiple projects or just, yeah, mul multiple goals at once. Well, it's, it's exactly because of this framework that I can manage multiple projects. Like you said, I'm CEO of two companies. I'm a director with another, I do the podcast. I'm, you know, I'm also running several initiatives like our young executives, our women in success. And I love every minute of it, but here's the thing. Every quarter I rewrite my goals. Now, I write literally, you know, that old fashioned way of doing things. I write it down. And that is so important because there's a process that happens called double encoding. And when you write something down, you store as you're writing, you store that information in one part of your brain. Then when you look at what you wrote down, you store it in a different part of your brain. And so it's called double encoding. And what that does is it tells your subconscious, like, this is really important to me, yeah. you know? That's why you hear people say all the time, write down your goals. Don't type them. Okay. Now, so once a quarter I'm writing down and I'm reviewing my goals, they may be the same goals. Cause I have year long goals. I have three year goals like the journal, which was supposed to be six months. Um, but so I'm writing those down, but here's where it gets really good and how I keep my prioritization. Okay. And so once I write my goals down individually, okay, then I have a summary. 
and I'll write them down. It doesn't matter what order because then I can order them afterwards after I write just the headline down of what that goal is. And then every week when I do my weekly review, like in the journal, like it's so integrated, um, there's a place that says goal check. So it's prompting me to go do my goal check, right? Mm -hmm. And so I go back and I look at my goals and we're going to look at the goal detail sheet here in just a minute, but there's a progress tracker on that goal on the goal sheet, the detail sheet. Okay. And so I'm going back and I'm looking, I'm like, okay, did I hit my milestones that I wanted to hit by this time? And so I'm reviewing that every week. And this is when I can reassess, adjust, reprioritize if I need to, depending on what's coming up. So that's the framework that I use. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think this kind of leads us into like that actionable roadmap, right? Like, um, could you walk us through the process of kind of creating a step-by-step -step plan to achieve like a, lo a long-term aspiration, or it could be more short-term, but I think that kind of leads us into, you know, yeah. in end of that piece. Yeah. Yeah. If you, um, do you, would you mind putting that goal detail up for me? Yes, absolutely. And I am going to just clear this off my screen real quick. Okay. Um, can you see my screen, Casey? I can, I can. Okay. Well, not in detail, I can't, but hopefully your audience can. Good. Okay. Okay. Good. So first of all, and I think this says uh, long-term on it, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I have distinguished three different types of goals. Okay. Long-term, term, short-term and micro goals. Okay. Long-term is anything that's 90 plus days to accomplish. Short-term is anything that is 30 to 90 days to accomplish micro goal. And these are going to be the little steps. This will make sense here in a minute is anything that is zero to 30 days to accomplish. Okay. And so think about these, like your long-term goals is your overall objective, right? And if you look down on here, you'll see that I've got chunk items and micros. Your chunk items is going to be your short-term goals. And then your micros are going to be those micro steps that you take to get to the chunk items. Okay. But if we start at the top, you're probably going to notice this is a pretty similar, um, I, I use a smart foundation. Okay. And then I add layers on top of that. There is nothing wrong with smart. And for those who don't know what that stands for, it's specific, achieve or specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. All of these are important elements and it's a great place to start. Um, but I do want to add something to the realistic and the achievable. <clears throat> Pardon me, because sometimes, you know, we think that if we make our, our goals too big, that it's not realistic. And I want to dare you to dream big, right? Dream big and then drill down. Um, set with some people call a BHAG, yeah. a big, hairy, audacious goal. Okay. <laughs> and, and then give yourself some grace. And I'm going to show you how we're going to do that, but give yourself some grace to maybe not hit that goal at hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first thing I do is I will set a goal, um, a long-term goal. So I'm going to, I'm just going to use my goal. Um, before we get to the goals, one of the things that I also do each quarter is I have a vision board and this is where I dream big. I asked you about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't do like a vision board where I cut stuff out and I paste and I do all the fun girly stuff. That's not the kind of vision board that I have. In fact, let me see if I've got, there's, I've, I've actually got pages in the journal. This is vision board for you to start. Just, just write it down. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or take a lot of time. And that's where you're going to look at your vision board. And that's where you're going to start looking at where you need to set goals. And again, your visions may be the same over and over and over again each quarter. You still need to rewrite them. Okay. And so now we're going to start with um, the goal and I'm just going to share one of my goals. So my, the goal that I want to share with you today was I wanted to launch destination awaken by 12, one, 2023. Okay. And so that is specific and it's also time bound. So now we need to do the achievable and all the other things. Okay. So as you go down and I'm going to have to put my glasses on people, I'm sorry, <laughs> I cannot see this. <laughs> As you go down, you, too. Yeah. you'll see how, how will I measure success, right? And then it says confidence level. And I've got a bonus target, an on target, and a minimum target, okay? So minimum target is where I say give yourself some grace, all right? Um, minimum target is like, this isn't really what I want, but I'm 
pretty confident, 100%, I can hit this. Okay. So my minimum target was 1 1 2024. And I was 100% confident that I could hit that target. Okay. Yeah. Gave me some grace. My on target was the 12 1 2023 to launch Destination Awaken. Yeah. And I was, I was pretty confident. I would say 90% confident that I could hit that because you want that to be a stretch, right? Mm -hmm. But I got some help. And so my bonus target was to launch by 10, one, 2023, mm -hmm. I was about 70% confident. I was going to do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. However, because I've stayed on track with this goal and I've monitored it, you see my little progress tracker over there on the side every week, we actually launched a month earlier than the bonus target. And that's because you've got to pay attention to your goals. You've got to pay attention to those potholes before they become the Grand Canyon, mm. right? And so as we move on down now, I know what I want to do. How am I going to get there? Okay. So these, this is where the chunk action items and micro steps come in. So my big action, number one, my big chunk action item, I needed to launch a website, right? My micro step was, well, Got to figure out the content that's going to go on the website, right? Mm -hmm. And you can even break that down even further. Uh, my next micro step was, you know, I need to find somebody to publish the website because that's not my lane, right? <laughs> not my lane at all. Technology, boo. Um, so anyway, so that's how I developed that goal. And then, so the extra layer. So so now we've got our three targets, right? That's an extra layer. That's That brings in our big, hairy, audacious goal. But I also add... How will I celebrate my achievement? Mm. Because you got to attach emotion to the goal. It's got to, and, and having said that, can we go back up to the top for just a second? Because I want to show yeah, you something. Absolutely. I know it's kind of hard to see here, but this is um, my sphere of, li sphere of life that we created. Very similar to Zig Ziglar's Will of Life. A little bit more, um, you know, focused on what we look at. Um, but whenever you create your goal. I give you an opportunity to see which sphere of your life it affects. Hmm. So launching, and it could be multiple. So when I said launch destination awaken that that's career, but that's also personal growth to me. And that's also connectedness. So it affects all of those. And I can rate how greatly it affects those. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we can go back down to the bottom to the celebrate. Okay. And so how am I going to celebrate? And for me, for launching Destination Awaken, I was going to throw a big party for my community, which I did. Mm. And it was fun. It's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I think making your goals, I wanted to get your stance on this too, Casey. Like, how are you about... Um, sharing your goals with, you know, people around you and like loved ones, are you, do you hold them close to your heart, you know, keep them in this journal, lock it up at night, or are you, are, do you verbalize it? You know, what's kind of your approach and do you think there's a best practice there around sharing your goals, expressing them, you know, as you're kind of working through them? I think that's an individual choice. Um, I do think that writing it down, number one, becomes an accountability tool. Okay. I will share certain goals with certain people, depending on how it affects them. Like launch, launching destination awaken. Obviously I shared that with my business partner and we hold each other accountable. Right. Um, there's other goals that I don't need to share because like for VIP, I have certain goals as far as being director of recruiting that are part of my plan, my employee plan. Right. Um, but I do think it's important that at least one person knows but whether that's your friend, a business partner, a coach, I'm really big on coaches or even a mentor to help hold you accountable so that you're not uh, a lot of, even if some people do write it down, they never look at them again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say that's not good because writing it down alone helps you. Even if you never look at it again, helps you because your subconscious is going to be thinking about it. But yeah. accountability is a huge step in accomplishing your goals. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And what, what advice you've touched on this a lot already, but what advice would you give to someone who's maybe struggling? Like maybe they have written, written it down, but they're right. The rubber's not meeting the road They're you know, they've, they've hit a roadblock or maybe just confidence is down. Right. Like 
kind of getting into mindset of, I think sometimes a lot of us, if, right? Like if you're not, if you haven't hit it yet, you know, life gets in the way, you mm-hmm. have a setback, you start to be like, oh, well, okay, forget that. I'm, that's not achievable anymore, you know, or, oh, I'm too old to do that. Oh, I'm too, you know, time has passed. Like, you know, I'm curious if you have, you know, any advice for, you know, those moments where you get stuck or maybe you did miss your, you know, the deadline you set for yourself. Yeah. And, and again, that's why it's so important each week to stay ahead of those goals so that you don't have those obstacles don't become the Grand Canyon, like I said. Um, and also grace, you've got to give yourself grace and permission to let go of things if it's not working for you. Um, however, you want to be very, um, careful with that and you want to be really, you know, and, and the perfect example I can give is the journal. Do you know how long I gave myself when I first set my goal? Six Mm. months. I was going to get it done in six months. Yeah. It took me three years. Yeah. (laughs) So if I had said, well, I didn't hit that deadline. I guess I'm just going to give up. Right. Instead of reevaluating, reassessing, realigning with what I needed to do. Because the biggest thing, and this is something that has one of those synchronicities that's been coming at me a lot lately. You don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I self-published the journal. Um, I had no idea about, I needed editors because there were so many typos in the first one, you know, I just thought, cause I, it was just going to be a journal for me, you yeah. know? And so I think that that when, when you are faced with obstacles, like, okay, here's a perfect example of an obstacle. Um, we did our beta test, right? Everything was perfect. We did, did a print run, it had like a hundred beta testers, got their feedback, redid it. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, we're ready to go to market. This was a year ago, a year ago, almost exactly. And we get the next shipment in because we we have to print big batches, right? Mm-hmm. We start selling them. We start getting complaints. They're falling apart. Mm. The printer had yeah. out of necessity had, because you can see, I mean, it's a pretty thick book. And <laughs> yeah they had shrunk the coils so tight that whenever you would open it, the pages would fall out. So we had to stop selling and go back to the drawing board and totally redo a new prototype that took another year. And so that, that's, was an obstacle right there. I girl, when I had yeah, to stop that, cause I was ready to go for uh, black Friday. I, um, I cried. I was like, wow, this is not good. Not good yeah. at all. And so yeah. I had to relaunch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that is, that's, that's a, that's a great example, right? Where you face a setback, you're still working towards your goal. Um, But, and actually that kind of leads to a great question that came in from the audience. Um, Are you, are you tracking risks or, and this is from uh, Ashgar. So thank you, Ashgar, for your question. Are you tracking risks or assumptions as part of the goal setting? Um, Or is that something you're kind of accounting for throughout the process? That makes sense. So I'm not really um, tracking risks or assumptions. I'm more tracking actions. So um, I'm, there are risks with everything. Um, I, of course, like I said, I'm really realizing I don't know what I don't know. So there's a lot of assumptions that I make, but I don't actually track those as part of the goal setting. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. But kind of addressing what you don't know as it comes up and mm-hmm. then creating a game plan of like, oh, wow. Okay. We didn't see this coming. This is yeah. a bit of a curveball, but uh, we're going to keep, we're going to keep moving and striving forward. Um, one, one thing kind of along those lines, Carly, yeah. is that knowing your weaknesses and outsourcing those weaknesses is a really, another really big lesson that I've learned lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this about me, but I'm kind of fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> So risks and assumptions are details I don't bury myself in. I'm like super high level and I let others worry about the details, which is why it was so great that I brought a business partner on and why things are moving so much more quickly because my amplifier, she is into the details. Yeah. So much so sometimes I'm just like, she's talking, I'm like, I hear la, 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 la. (laughs) I'm like, just go do it. I don't care. Just go do it. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think like to that point of, of bringing people into your goals, you know, at when it's like appropriate or it resonates of like, hey, I'm working towards this, you know, 
like, I would love, I would love your help in this or right. Like you can't, you can't reach anything alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's the piece where, you know, sometimes I think when we're early on, we're like, oh, well, I don't know if this is going to happen or it's going to come to fruition. So I'll, you know, I'll keep to myself, which kind of like you said, it's individual, it's personal. Um, but also that sharing and like asking for help to reach those goals, I think is another piece that, um, I've, I've noticed even myself, I'm like, oh, I just need to reach out and ask for help more. You mm-hmm. know, like there are people, like you said, that, that can help me that are stronger at this, that then can help me get out of my own head or help me get from my vision to then make, making it realized. But I think what I've realized too, is it's like, right. You can't, you can't reach your goal goals in a silo, you know, yep. by yourself too. Well, and I think sometimes people are afraid that if they ask for that help, that they lose part of that ownership over what they're creating. Mm -hmm. And that's simply not true. It it, it just gets better together. You know, you know, as I lead um, Success North Dallas, which is a premier relationship building group that um, is about to turn 35 years old next month. um, It's I, I find that the more I give more responsibility, I give to other people, the stronger the organization gets. So you can't be afraid to give away little pieces of yourself to people. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that also speaks to kind of at an organizational level, right? Like you're a leader, um, at an organization organization and, and a CEO of, you know, of your own company. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you inspire, you know, your team or teams to, um, you know, hit organizational goals, you know, how do do you, do you use the same elements that you do with personal goal setting, you know, in those larger kind of org wide goals or, or how does that translate in terms of, you know, um, your mindset and approach to organizational goals? So I read a book (laughs) (laughs) and it's called a company of owners by Dr. Uh, Darren Martin. And he, he actually spoke at Success North Dallas and was on the podcast recently. And it just an amazing wealth of information. But his philosophy is that you empower everyone to become an owner in the company. And I'm not saying you're giving them equity or anything like that, but you give them that responsibility and that belief that they can affect change and they will give their all for you when you do that. And so whenever I don't make decisions, even though, you know, I could very easily in both my companies saying this shall be this way, this is the way we're going to do it. You're not going to get by in that way. And so when we set goals as an organization, we do it as a group because I want their buy-in to whatever it is we're trying to accomplish. At the end of the day, I make the final decisions, but I get their information, their beliefs, their you know, kind of the, and and I've learned so much, especially from the younger generation, you know, with our young executives, um, I learned so much. And so I just, at the end of the day, I make the final decisions, but with a lot of input on those goals. You're muted, I think. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> I was like, oh God, are we having technical difficulties well, again? <laughs> no, no, thank God. We're no, we're good. No, just uh just still having the unmute uh issue here. But um <laughs> I was just saying I love that and making making reaching those goals a collaborative process with you know input and and ideation from from team members. So uh I love that and I love the ownership over over a company. I think when, when you feel like an owner, you take so much more pride in what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you feel like, Oh, you know, every action or, you know, communication, the communication I'm making is making an impact on the company overall or in the organization. And, and that just, um, I think breeds more motivated, motivated, you know, employees and teams. So mm-hmm. I love that. Um, we talked to, we've talked a lot about mindset. Um, can you share any practical tips for maintaining motivation and a positive outlook? Uh, not even during challenging times, but you know, for you, like when, when you did, when it didn't just happen in six months, it happened in three years. Um, you know, can you share a little bit more about your mindset and, you know, if that was tied to your values or, um, you know, talking to people about the obstacles you were going through, you know, how, how did your mindset, how did you keep that and maintain that growth mindset uh, throughout that? 
Um, I think the easiest way to explain that. So again, going back to the miracle morning, um, the book, part of the morning process is silence. I choose to do my silence in meditation. Some people choose prayer. Some people just choose to breathe. I do a lot of meditation and I do a lot of inner work. And so for me, when those obstacles came up and also I'm very aware of my energy, one more book, I swear this is the last one. Um, there's a book out there called Power Versus Force. And it's based on the scientific research of Dr. David Hawkins that he did on energy. Okay. This was almost a 30 year study. So I'm very aware of my energy and I write, like I make notes of my energy every morning. I talk about how I feel every morning as part of my journaling practice. I talk about my meditation. I reflect on my meditation, but here's something else I also do. I also set my intention for the day every day. And it might be something as simple as produce revenue. Cause that's, cause here, what I'm doing is I'm telling my brain what to focus on. Right. And so it's so important to me. And then I also list out at least three things that I'm grateful for as part of my journaling practice. So I, it's for me, once it, it's not something, it's not a quick trick to maintain a positive attitude. It's a lot of work to maintain a positive attitude. And it's a choice sure. that you make, you know, there's different levels of energy, right? Starting with the most catabolic, which is life destructing energy and the believe it or not the most the lowest level of energy created from an emotion is victimhood mm. okay and so when you're a victim you're choosing to be that victim i mean when you look at everything with that victim lens your brain's gonna say she's a victim let's go find ways to prove that she's a victim and so that's when I talk about making that choice, you know, to co-create your, your own reality. That's what I'm talking about. You're choosing how to view the world. What lens are you going to put on? Yes, bad things happen. I get that. So, and you can choose at that moment to be angry about it, to be the victim or to move on. It's your yeah. choice. And how, what choice you make is going to create your next moment in, of reality. It's so true. So true. Yeah, I love that piece around the victimhood and kind of losing that sense of, uh, you know, I feel like when you when you get into that victim kind of mindset or spiral, you're you're losing control over, you know, or you're giving or rather you're giving up control over like the way your day is going to go. Right. Mm -hmm. You're kind of just like receiving receiving energy and that's depleting versus being like, OK, you know, we we face this setback or I'm going to take responsibility for, you know, how I show up today. Um, no matter what I walk out to when I leave, when I leave the door today, you know, and what energy I'm met with, but I'm going to show up, you know, and take responsibility for my energy, my intention, um, and how I show up in the world. So, you know, I and I just want to add something yeah. real quick, Carly, to that, yeah. because yes, you want to be responsible for your energy, but you're not yeah. responsible for anybody else's. Right. Yeah. Don't take that on. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Casey. I, is there anything else I'm, I'm even looking at the journal, any other pieces of the journal you want to kind of like dive into or share or give people a tidbit of? Um, you know, let me just talk about the different sections real quick because yeah. there are six sections with a hidden section. So it's mindset, affirmations, efficiency, and that's what I'll dig into here in just a second, goal setting, productivity, so that's your daily pages, your weekly review, your weekly preview, um, and then uh, finance, okay? Or yeah, goal setting, productivity, and then finance. And then I talk about the secret section, right? So on your daily pages, there's a section for health. And it, you, how well did you sleep last night? Because I think that's sleep is, sleep is the number one thing we can do to increase our health. Okay. So know how much sleep you need each night, but how much did you sleep last night? How many steps did you take? You know, how much water did you drink? How did you move your body? You know, these are questions there. And then at the end of each week, I even put in meal planning with a grocery list that you can tear out broken down by section of the grocery store. So really I, I challenge anyone, if I've left anything out of this journal, please let me know because I really feel like I got it all. So there's your secret section is health, is health. but on the efficiency, this is based off a book. Oh, I lied. I'm going to do one more. Um, Atomic <laughs> Habits by James Clear. And he talks about habit stacking, right? 
But one of the things that we start off with in this is our habit loops. Like what is your morning habit loop? What is your evening habit loop? Because when you write down every single state step that you take your morning ritual, right? It's amazing how much time it takes to brush your teeth. And a lot of people don't account for that, you know? And so when I did this for the very first time, I realized I had about an extra hour in my morning routine that I was not accounting for. No wonder I was late for work all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So true. It does. It takes a while. Can you hear me, Casey? I think you I can for a moment. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Your, your screen froze for a moment. Uh, no, that's, it's so true. That is, that is so true. I think the sleep piece is, is also huge and that regular kind of sleep cycle. Um, and also being kind to yourself, you know, when, and if you fall off of it, right. If you have mm -hmm. a celebration or something, again, I think getting back to that, that long-term positive mindset and resiliency, um, of, like you said, giving yourself some grace, but then also setting goals and be like, no, I'm, you know, this is my goal. I'm probably going to have to say no to some things, or I'm going to have to get up an hour early for this. Like just being intentional and, and thinking, you know, being, being forward thinking, um, to set yourself up for success or you're like, okay, I have this thing. I have an event later tonight. I'm going to be in bed later. I'm going to give myself some grace and adjust, but, you know, looking at the long-term picture of like what you want your health to look like. Um, yes. I think a lot of us sometimes set, it's almost like right dieting mentality where you're like, I'm going to restrict myself for a certain amount of time, you know, and then we just go back to the same way of being. I think goals can be that way too, where we like set these really rigid short-term parameters without looking at the long-term, you know, kind of um, picture of things. And so I think one thing I love about your journal is it's like, you know, kind of longevity and it's mm -hmm. holistic. It's about like, yeah, the long game. And also it looks holistically at, you know, all the aspects of your life rather than, um, of course, honing in on specific goals, but looking at things more holistically, which, which I love. I love that approach that you're taking. Well, and it has, you have to be committed. This mm -hmm. isn't for the faint of heart, right? This is a lot of work, but it takes a lot of work if you're going to do all the things. You've got to have those strategies and processes in place. You've got to take, you got to sit down and be still for 10 minutes, 15 minutes in the morning and do your journaling in order to be successful for the rest of your day. So one of the things I do every morning is I write down my schedule, handwrite. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, when I do that, like, again, that's that whole subconscious thing. It's like, I've got a little executive assistant in my head saying, ding, ding, you've got a meeting coming up. You need to get ready for this because I wrote it down. And so that, and I also do my to-do list, my big three, my, you know, everything that I need to get done. And I am not by nature, a task, a to-do list kind of girl, but it does help me drive the ball over the finish line by doing this. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we have uh, just a couple minutes left here and Casey, I just want to thank you so much for just sharing your thoughts, your insights. Um, I also wanna invite the audience, if you have questions, please share them in the chat. Um, we really want to hear from you and I wanna carve out that time at the end of this session um, to answer more of those audience questions. So audience, please start sharing any last questions you have. Um, Casey, what are the best ways for folks to stay connected to you and your community? I know they can go to your website at www.destinationawaken.world, um, but what are some of the other ways we can, you know, get our hands on your journal and the community? So the journal is at the website, destinationawaken.world. It's also on Amazon. Finally, that was another challenge. You don't know what you don't know. Um, but um, I am very active on LinkedIn. That's kind of my bread and butter. That's where I live. I post um, most of what I post goes on LinkedIn. I and we so we have Destination Awaken um, the page. So you can just do at Destination Awaken on LinkedIn and on Instagram and on Facebook. But mostly we're active on LinkedIn. And then, of course, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn personally. It's just Casey. I think it's Casey C. Haston. But if you do Casey Haston, I'm active enough. I'll pop up pretty quick. Amazing. Amazing. We'll share that information, everyone that's tuning in. Um, it'll be in the YouTube notes. It'll be in the LinkedIn live notes. Uh, and I'll also send out an email as well to our folks via Eventbrite. So, um 
Thank you. Thank you, Casey. Any, anything else, any last pieces of wisdom, just your energy is amazing, but any last kind of thoughts, like, you know, burning things that, that you kind of want to share with, with our audience, you know? Yeah. I I think probably for me, I would say to everyone, this is something I've just recently experienced. Um, If you don't have a mentor, get one. I think they're so important. Um, They can help collapse the timeline to success for you much quicker. Um, If you don't want to do a mentor, find a coach. You know, coaches are very, very valuable in helping you to get to those goals if you're having trouble on your own and with the obstacles that pop up. So I'm, I'm a big believer in leaning on other people. And so I think that would be my best piece of advice to leave you guys with. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. I, th- I think that's, I'm, I'm an ex-athlete. Damon and I talk about this a lot, but uh, always been super coachable. And I think that's one thing I always missed and missed after being an athlete was having, having a coach. And I've had that through great, ma- like having great managers, um, but also having those, having a mentor or a coach. Um, I, I a hundred percent agree. It's so powerful. And I think you really need that as an accountability piece, right? You have your journal, you have the daily, the daily doses you're giving yourself of affirmation and, and accountability through journaling and, and, um, you know, vision boarding, whatever it might be, but you also, I agree, like mentorship and coaching is, is huge. So, um, and, and those are two different things. I just want to point that out real quick. So, yeah. you know, a mentor is there to guide you, to give you advice, right. Based on their life experience or whatever experience that you're seeking to find information about a coach is there to unlock your potential. Hmm. They're not going to tell you what to do. Their, their goal is to unlock that potential within you because you know best. You know, we take people from good to great. So yeah. that's the job of a coach. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I think we also have, we have a bunch of comments and love coming in from the chat. So Casey, I don't know if you can see it. I don't know if we can see it here in the showroom, but tons of love coming in. Um, Matt, Matt Marowski has uh, a great, a great question here. Uh, Love the owner's mindset concept. Thanks for sharing. Do you have any specific examples or practices you do to reinforce that concept? Um, so yes, actually I'm going to kind of flip it. I'm going to show, tell you, because like one of my positions is internally, I'm a entrepreneur in this company, right? So I work for someone else and that's with VIP. (coughs) Pardon me. And so one of the things I love about what they do is they, when I interviewed with them and I wasn't looking to make a move, um, with recruiting firms or anything like that, but one of my friends was working there. She's like, you should just come talk to them. I think you'd really like them. The first question they asked me is what do you want to do? Not this is what we want you to do. It's what do you want to do? And I will tell you five and a half years later, I'm not doing a single thing that I told them I wanted to do on day one. And so I think that's a great example of how you, you know, I mean, they, they never ask me what I'm doing. They're just like, you know, and when I came up with the podcast, I was just like, you know, I'm going to do this podcast and I'm going to let you know, because I know I'm a reflection of you. And they're like, Whoa, that's a great idea. Do it for us and we'll pay for it. I'm like, okay. You know, And four years later, here we are still doing the podcast and putting out so much value into the world, into people that are, you know, in, in a career, which is most of the people. Right. And so in like Damon, Damon is going to be coming on um, in a couple of weeks, like you said, and he's actually coming to Dallas to, to uh, record in person, which I'm so excited about. That's always so much better. Um, But yeah, I would just say, you know, those are some really good examples of how a company can create a company of owners. And the other thing that they do is they, they, they told people like, you can tell us what you need, what you want to do. If we can help you do it here, we will. And I've taken advantage of that a lot. Um, but if it has to be somewhere else, we'll help you with that too. We want you to be happy. And I'm telling you, they'll have to drag me out of there kicking and screaming. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. And they're so lucky to have you recognize like this is a this is a great person that we need let's empower her to do her best work you know yes um so super powerful i love i love that um thank you so much we have another question from courtney uh act like owners a core value and mindset that allows us to create accountability i love this philosophy 
love this philosophy. So, so I, much. Um, yeah. I want to share something real quick since that acting like owner seems to really resonate with a lot of the comments that I'm seeing so far. So if you go to successnorthdallas.com, um, that's the organization that I, the premier relationship organization, go to videos, look for Dr. Darren Martin, his full keynote is up on our website and you can watch where he talks about a company of owners. That's not mine. Yeah. Amazing. And I'll share that in the chat. Um, we'll share that in the chat and as a follow-up to this as well. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's see. Damon can't wait to see you. Uh, <laughs> Casey. Uh, amazing. Well, thank you so much. Um, everyone for being here. I'll pause for a moment. Just if we have any more questions, let those come in. Um, but I just, Casey, thank you so much. You've been such an inspiration, uh, to me and are just such a joy to work with. Um, so thank you for being, being on, uh, on the learn it on one of our community events. Uh, we really appreciate your time and, and sharing just, uh, all your knowledge. And I would encourage, highly encourage everyone to purchase the journal, awaken your potential. I got it this time. We got Yay. it. Yay. Oh, and uh, I was going to offer a promo code to your audience to give them a pretty steep discount. So if you use hashtag friend at checkout. Perfect. Perfect. I think Ben's on it. He'll put that in the chat uh, and we'll share that with everyone afterwards. And that's at destinationawaken.world. Correct. Correct. Okay. Perfect. So everyone can go there. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend the journal. It's been um, a game changer for me. So thank you so much, Casey. Thank you to everyone tuning in. Um, we'll be back next week with Steve Millor. So keep following us uh, and please follow Casey's podcast as well. It's such a good lis listen. Um, and yeah, keep making the most out of your goals. And, and Casey, thank you again. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Thank you for joining us on the Learn It podcast. We wish you well on your learning journey and see you next time.